Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dina. How are you? Oh, wow. I sense a little sarcasm in that. Hello, but I'm doing well. Are you unwell? No, I'm great. We just struggled. We had some technical difficulties leading up to pressing record. So we're just in a silly, funny mood right now. Your chair keeps squeaking. It sounds like, yeah, you got to stay still. We've had a lot of sound issues. My dongle keeps falling out. Your computer is from like 1973. Right. Except today I revealed to you that it's actually only two (laughs) years old and you were shocked. I am shocked. Quality. Yeah, it's not doing well. Well, the Olympics are happening. Dina's favorite world event is ongoing again, the Olympics. It is. It feels like we were just in the Summer Olympics because we were, because they were delayed a year because of COVID. So we went right into the Winter Olympics. And I love summer and winter equally. I just love the Olympics in general. There's always something to watch on TV. There's always these great stories to come out of them. And I just just love it. Yeah. And I think we have both been enthralled by the usage of TikTok by a lot of these Olympic athletes. It's like, ultimately, these athletes are in their 20s on average, right? So it's like they're all using TikTok already. And so it's been really cool to actually see them merge their like personal content with now they're at the freaking Olympics and like they're showing us what it's like there, showing some funny things, talking to people in the comments. So it's really cool to watch. Yeah, what I love is these news programs. So all the news are like, ooh, we have an inside look at the Olympics, or ooh, we're taking you into the Olympic bubble. And then they're just showing you TikToks of people in the Olympics. So now it's like the news is reporting on these TikToks, and the TikToks are reporting on what's happening at the Olympics. So we can all get a more inside view of what's happening. But it's just a really funny thing, because you used to have to watch a news program to figure out what was happening. But now you could just watch TikToks or watch the news program that's just showing these TikToks. Yeah, I certainly feel more informed because we don't have cable anymore. Like a lot of people, we just do streaming. And it is pretty cool, actually, to just be able to hop on TikTok and like follow the hashtags or follow the certain athletes rather than... Like, I used to just passively have it open, right, on the TV, like, have NBC up or whatever. But since I don't do that anymore, it's cool to just have TikTok as a resource. Melissa, if you competed in an Olympic sport, what would it be? Um, what's something where you just, like, sit? (laughs) I think you could be a good curler. I actually, we learned how to lawn bowl this weekend. Oh, see? He said it was similar to curling. And I was actually really good at it. You're on your way. You could be an Olympian at curling. Or maybe you could petition for lawn bowling to become a sport in the Summer Olympics. I am really good at following directions. So if somebody teaches me well, I'm also, I feel like I have good, 
like yeah I'm good at like repeatability like if I see somebody do something with their body I can then do it so yeah but I also have like a fear of most things like you would do like bobsledding or skeleton which I still like don't even know what that is you like adventure I would need to just do something that yeah it's just like curling yeah I like speed I've been bobsledding and I looked up this past weekend where I could go skeletoning because it looks so fun that's when you're on the sled head first and you could go up to like 80 Um, miles per hour good lord it just seems so fun but I think for you your toe really holds you back yeah And my toe's acting up again, unfortunately. So I couldn't even go for like a run today. Could barely walk. Not even in your Tevas? No, I I put on my Tevas and my toe started oozing. Oh, oh no. So I just went for a short walk and then soaked it. Okay, I hope your toe gets better. And I hope your Olympic dreams aren't shattered because of toe. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't fill people in on what's going on with my toe if if they don't know what's happening with my toe and they're that eager just dm us on instagram (laughs) and i'll tell you the whole story all right yeah so let's get into our olympics tiktok and we have to start out by our favorite one of our favorite tiktokers he was a guest on our show michael burke he did the infamous olympic theme song for the summer olympics And he has this great video, and he captions it. If I was vocally coaching you to sing the Winter Olympics theme song. It's the winter here, winter Olympics, I'm here, Olympics, where every country, lower every country comes together to play to be the best, best, best. But this time it's on snow, snow and ice, snow and ice. And it's really, really cold, really, really cold. (laughs) This is stuck in my head day in and day out. I don't know. He should be a jingle writer. Like this should be the theme of the Olympics. I am obsessed with it. It's so funny. I feel like it has such a like NSYNC Backstreet Boys vibe (laughs) to it like the way he's just super nasally and all these runs which I love it makes it feel very nostalgic I love it and I love in this one he's always teetering on the verge of just cracking up or crying like always on the verge of something breaking down which adds to it yeah yeah I'm surprised that NBC didn't you know pick up from the the fame of his Summer Olympics theme song and commission him to actually, you know, get the rights to the winter one. I'm surprised we haven't seen that. I'm shocked. NBC really needs to step up their game. Yeah, they dropped the ball. All right, our first Olympian we have on TikTok, his name is Lucas Braven, and he's a Norwegian alpine ski racer from Hoxund, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. But he had a great video that came across my For You page explaining that all the snow is fake. And if you look out on the mountains, the mountains are barren, but they make snow just for the courses. Okay, so I've been posting some Olympic content and you guys seem to love it. So today I figured I'll show you the mountains here in China. And they're truly special. Some of the craziest environments I've ever skied in my entire life. And I've basically skied all across the world. So this is a pretty cool experience. 
So first of all, we got the heli spot here in case of injuries, and here's the water source for injection of the snow to make it icy. And this is where it gets fascinating. Can you guys see that there's no snow here almost? Well, that's because it doesn't snow here. Um, the whole place is literally built only for the Olympics. So it's only snow where the events take place. So you can see we're skiing down the ridge line here, which is just awesome. It looks so surreal. And it's freezing cold here, as you can see the amount of clothes I'm wearing. That's me with a cool backdrop, hey there. And yeah, that's basically it. You tell me if you guys want to see some more. Yeah, this was fascinating to see. His handle is at pin high row with three I's and two O's. We'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, he's been posting some cool first person perspectives from the games. But this was definitely something really crazy to see. And I feel like I had heard this in the past that when they do Winter Olympic Games, like they do have to make artificial snow for a lot of things. But again, just having this like TikTok perspective and it's so wild to see these brown mountains everywhere and then just one straight shot of white snow down. It looks like a slide. Like it actually did look like it would be fun to go down that yeah. slide. See, you could do it with the toe or no toe. You could just slide down there. <laughs> Our next TikToker at the Olympics is Adam Ripom. And he performed in Pyeongchang in 2018, and he did a great job. He took social media by storm because of his great personality. And he's there this year as a coach, and he's TikToking all his adventures. He has really great fashion video showing what he would have worn if he wasn't a coach and didn't need to wear the team sports stuff. And then he has a hilarious video where he accidentally left his student at one of the ice skating rinks and she had to wait there for two hours. I accidentally left the rink with my student's Olympic credential. Yeah. Yeah, that's not my credential. That is Mariah's. She's not allowed on a bus. And if she did leave the arena, she wouldn't be allowed back in. Insult to injury, this is her phone. So I also have her phone, so she has no way of contacting anyone. You know, you might think that taking a credential and a phone might be a coaching technique. It wasn't this time. It was not a coaching technique that I had. This is my fault. And I left her with no way of letting anyone know where she was. Someone on our team reached out to me and they said, you know, you abandoned Mariah and I'm going, I know now. Let's give Mariah her credential back. I made the bus with maybe 30 seconds to spare. The hotel I'm staying at is about two hours away when we take the buses. So here we go. I might be dumb, but I am cute. Listen, Mariah, good things come to those who unfortunately have to wait. We made it. I accidentally took my student's credential so I abandoned her by accident. Let's go find Mariah. Okay, now I can't find her in the ring. And there's like four people looking for Mariah and everyone's basically told me just to stand in place and that if they see her, they'll tell her to come to me. The only thing to do now is wait and apologize. We did it. 
And it only took two I'm hours. I'm so sorry that I abandoned you. <laughs> Yay. Well, a few hours later, and she's saved. This was such a journey that they took us on, and it was really fun. At the end, his student just comes out dancing and twirling. She seems completely unaffected by what he thought was like a very traumatic event. So that was fun to watch. And I didn't know like that older, what you call them, performers or athletes would then train newer ones. That was actually news to me. Like I wasn't aware that previous Olympians would go to the games to help train current ones. So that was interesting to learn about. Yeah, I love that. And I also love a lot of the past athletes are commentators for NBC. I thought Adam would be, but I guess he's coaching. And also you have Tara and Johnny, who are my absolute favorite commentators. So maybe there wasn't room for Adam. But yeah, there's um, one of the losers. Aaron Hamlin has been doing a great job commentating and they got Lindsey Vaughn commentating. I mean, all these past athletes are just there showing up. Yeah, probably the most famous winter guy that I'm aware of is Sean White. And so he's on TikTok, which is awesome. And he's super responsive to comments. He constantly posts new videos responding to questions people are asking about the games, about his personal life, what he's up to. There was a funny one I saw where somebody asked, what do you do when you're bored at the Olympics? And he showed this video of him and somebody else. And Sean was like, they say if you just dunk your head into the snow, it leaves like a perfect profile of your head. And so you see him just face plant into the snow, come back up, and he's like, uh, nope, it's just a blob. It didn't do anything. And then his face is like beat red. And he's just like, I'm freezing. That was a really stupid idea. Yeah, this is his fourth Olympics. So he's just having a good old time. He knows it's going to be his last Olympics. So I think he's using TikTok as a way to like remember it and just have fun and really engage with fans. He had a great video showing us all his pins that he was trading. And yeah, the fact that he's responding left and right to people like to people's comments is it's really nice to see. And I hope he can pull out another gold. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome to see to see these athletes in more personal settings and then you watch their actual event. It just gives it so much more depth that for me, it makes me want to really root for them even more. Yeah, I think the last gold that he won, I definitely cried because it was just such a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. So if he wins again this year, it'll be it'll be insane. Yeah. There's another snowboarder who's big on TikTok, and her name's Maddie Mastro, and she came across my For You page as one of the first, like it was like on her way to Beijing, and all the comments were like, oh, are you going to be our Alana Mar, who was the like queen of the Summer Olympic TikTok, so I feel like Maddie is kind of taking that place and taking that position and doing a great job at really showing what it's like to be in the Olympic Village and also just she has these really funny like silly videos she makes. 
Yeah, she's been posting a lot with other athletes too, so it's introducing us to like what the camaraderie looks like, how they're all interacting, and a lot of just fun selfie videos, nonsense to songs and trends, which it's just, there's just something about seeing somebody in Olympics gear, like getting ready to go perform some incredible feat, but they're like, oh, let me take like 30 seconds to just like get in on this TikTok trend. Yeah. Another athlete I really like is at Summer Britcher, and she does the luge, and she posted some really funny stuff. I was getting, like, Alona Mar vibes from her, too, because some of her pinned videos, she posted about how, like, she only had 500 followers, but she knows once the Olympics starts and she gets verified it's going to jump and people are just going to be like, what the hell is this girl's weird content previous to like being famous? So I like that she had a joke about that. And she's up to like 42 plus thousand followers now. So it's just funny. Like, yeah, they essentially they're normal people until they're thrust into the spotlight with the Olympics. So she was poking fun at that whole idea. Yeah, she also posted a video where she broke her finger recently, so she had to use a really rare technique to get off on the luge. And the last time it was used was in like 1998. And the video is just a lot of text explaining it. And then in the end, it's just like, nope, didn't like that. So it'll be interesting to see how she does. Yeah, that clued me in. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, now I'm like, I'm going to watch like when she goes off. Like, is she going to be like using that finger I didn't yeah I had no idea otherwise and in general there's a lot of talk about how the conditions for the athletes in the Olympic Village where they're sleeping are way better than they were uh, at the last Olympics in Tokyo so we had a summer Olympian who we talked about on our summer Olympics episode her handle is at Gibbles her name's Allie Gibson and she had a funny TikTok explaining how she's mad about the beds being better this year. Not to be like a bitter Betty or anything, but these group of Olympians this year, they, I mean, they have it like chef's kiss. I mean, we had cardboard, but they had, they have these like Tempur-Pedic, they like adjust to like the utmost performance for you. I mean, I, I still have like paper cuts. Like I have box, box cuts. Like, I mean, God, God bless these athletes this year. I mean, we couldn't, like, we could barely sleep. We couldn't, like, do anything in the beds, really. I mean, it was just... I love that she so shows that she has a paper cut still from the from the bed. That was, that was a great bit. Yeah. It's, again, it's just so cool because I feel like these are things we wouldn't have ever known prior to TikTok. Like, you wouldn't have seen a news story maybe, you know... Uh, Maybe this is before BuzzFeed time, too. Like, there wouldn't have been a news story like, here's what the Olympians' beds look like, (laughs) you know? So it just is pretty cool that we even know this stuff and we're getting to see her reaction now to the Winter Games. That's interesting in and of itself. Like, how do summer athletes feel about winter athletes and the different games? It's cool. Yeah, that brings us to the end of our Olympic TikTok conversation. And there's one trend, an audio trend that we need to discuss that I absolutely love. And the original audio was uh, put up by the user at It's Rifa. Here it is. What's this? It's an ARPA. 
Okay, I like it. Picasso. Yeah, that way. Basically, the video shows someone in costume putting tinfoil on a car, and then the guy behind the camera asks, what is this? And the person putting the tinfoil on it says, it's art. And he says, well, cool, Picasso. And there's hundreds of thousands of videos with people using this audio. Yeah, I've seen some really funny ones. There was a fun work joke one by at business casualty and she posted like when my boss sends me a powerpoint with like 12 different fonts and three different color schemes it's like oh this is art (laughs) great (laughs) there's another one by at captain jack productions and he's showing the just most beautiful fish I've ever seen. It's like a real rainbow fish and it does look like art, but then the fish swims away. So it's a real fish, but I've never seen such a fish with like vibrant colors and I've been scuba diving all over, but I still have never seen a fish like that. I was waiting for them to zoom out and show that it was a coloring book or markers or they had painted or something. It is colors I've never seen before it's really cool i saw somebody in the comments was saying it's a parrot fish oh yeah that makes sense yeah that would make sense very cool though definitely looks like art so it works with the sound i feel like you could do this going back to your toe and it could be like oh that's art but the oozing (laughs) of your toe oh my god wait i'm gonna do it (laughs) we'll see how it performs I predict it's gonna maybe get like two views yeah I was gonna say maybe three because if I saw your toe I would sweat boy extremely fast but it it would be good for the trend I could zoom in so close that you don't really know what it is at first and then slowly zoom out there we go we're gonna make you a tiktok viral superstar toper star Superstar. Toe. Toe superstar. Perhaps we should name this episode Winter Olympics TikTok plus Melissa's Toe Talk. Melissa's Toe. Well, if I've learned anything from Toe Talk, it's to never give it away for free. So (laughs) maybe I should just join some sort of foot platform. Yeah, would that be like OnlyFans? You could charge money and that could be your side hustle. Yeah, well... To be continued. Yeah, we'll try it out. It. Let's we'll report follow back. the money in regards to the toe <laughs> issue. All right. That brings us to the end of episode 84. And thank you for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, and check out the blog, tooldfortiktok.com, the number two, the number four, and check us out on Instagram and on TikTok. Thanks for listening. See you next week.